Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. This is the Darren Green Show. Oh, yeah, is it working? Yeah, okay, good. Because let me tell you something, child. Let me tell you something. I was about to call the Creative Cloud and be like, yo, y'all shit is messing up. Now, I already can't use Premiere for some reason. It's not processing my videos. And now Audition acting up. Y'all need to fix this, okay? Because I'm paying $19 a month. Sorry for that little slight rant. Um, you know, I was just, I'm just dealing with a whole lot. But anyway, welcome to the Darren Green Show. I'm your host, Darren Green, here to give you another great episode, another stellar episode. And we're just going to talk my, I'm just going to talk my shit today. Um... How you guys been? I've been hanging in there. I really have. It's a whole lot that's going on. A whole lot of extra stuff that I just need to let pass and, you know, just just keep it moving. I don't have time for it. Like, it's just a whole lot. But we'll get into it in a little bit of an intro. Um, But before we get into any logistics, like I said, if you like this podcast and you're watching this on YouTube, be sure to give it a big thumbs up and be sure to hit that subscribe button. And tap the bell to get notified of all of my videos. Don't worry, I know y'all been getting these audiograms, but y'all gonna get some video content soon. I just need like a artist to come out with an album. Like you're taking forever. Like come on, because um, I'm only doing reaction videos. But also, I mean, if you're listening listening to this on uh, YouTube or wherever, like if y'all need me to do gaming, because I play Sims and I've been thinking about doing the whole Sim gaming thing, but I don't know. But yeah, just tell me what you think. Um, oh my God more logistics um if you're listening to this on itunes and google play hit that subscribe button and also give me a five star rating and everywhere else that you listen to podcasts at hi how are you doing love you my listeners um also follow me on twitter and instagram at tdgs official and you can also follow my personal page you know i'll be putting some i'll be posting up for the for the personal on uh, black ken doll like i said everything is in the in the uh description of from wherever you're listening or watching this video on okay so let's get into the intro for a little bit i want to talk about some things first of all happy fourth of july but you guys are going to be listening to this on friday so you know happy belated (laughs) even though i'm recording this on fourth of july yeah i'm not doing nothing um yeah we kind of like i kind of pre-gamed the day before that's why i'm kind of like a little hungover right now but i'm good we're gonna keep this moving um but today there's just you know what, what, honey i'm not celebrating this country channel you know <laughs> but anyway though happy fourth of july i guess you know because certain people had their independence this day um not all unless you know that's on period 
Um, anyway, let's just get, I'm just gonna start with a little intro. You know, my internship is doing well. It's just a lot. And I know I said on the last podcast, like the podcast is gonna sound really, really great. But like, I don't know, I feel like I'm just getting to know that technology over there. It kind of sounded a little muffled and I don't like muffled sounding like audio. You get what I'm saying? And then it also was just too low, like the file, like the the uh, volume of it. I had to like boost, I had to amplify it up, but I didn't, I didn't notice. That's why I really hate sound. Like I love working with sound, but like to get that perfect pitch, that perfect sound that you hear on like, you know, the radio and stuff like that, it's just really difficult to get there. I mean, you have to get the mic and then you have to have the dynamics and the editing tools and stuff like that. I just want to record and post and have it be good. But, you know, I feel like this podcast with this uh, microphone that I do have is very efficient and it's going to get me where I need to go. Now, um, I was I was working on a lot of PSAs. PSAs in that radio station is considered like ads. So I was um, working on that and, you know, good little resume builder, honey. I, I record I edit and I post, okay? <laughs> but no, they sound really great. Um, I wanna talk about my up and coming Minneapolis trip channel. I'm gonna hold everything that I have to say until after this trip, but it's already some things, you know? Okay, so basically for my, um, for my club in my uh, newspaper club in my school, we're having a conference and it's like, where we have different workshops, like certain people that are like certain in certain positions in this club. Like for example, someone that's an editor for for news or um, A and E or whatever. They have specific tracks, and I specifically wanted the radio track. Now I was put in digital journalism, and I'm like, what's going on? Like, why am I not in radio track? We, we agreed that it was going to be on radio track, but when I talked to the club advisor. She said that, well, we don't have a radio station, so it wouldn't make sense for you to be in it or something. You know, it's nothing that you can take back and, and learn. And you also have the internship. And I'm like, okay. I thought, first of all, I thought it was a mistake. And I'm like, second of all, oh, so you thought about this and you didn't even let me know. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's just certain things that I just, mm, that's why I was kind of apprehensive about doing any conferences, especially if it's like to the point where I have to take a plane. You know how I feel about planes. Now, if you don't know, I don't like planes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know because every time I'm about to get on one, I always see something the week before with some bad turbulation or some crash or some shit. Now I gotta think about that shit when I'm on the plane. Like I don't feel like doing it. And I feel like I feel like me going on this trip, like it just wasn't my choice because I asked for people's advice, which I'm not gonna do anymore. You know, things that I want to go to, I'm going to agree or disagree in going to. Okay. And I feel like I was just asking certain people and it was like, go, like you need to go, like you need to get out. I'm like, uh, everything I need is right here. You know, Philly is right around the corner. New York is just a train ride away. I don't need to do nothing. I don't, that's all I need. And then shit, I live in New Jersey. So we got Jersey beaches. So the beach right there had my own little Miami uh, spring break in Jersey. <laughs> all right. I don't like planes. Like, I really don't. And I'm I'm really dreading this. Like, I'm telling you, after this little conference or whatever, and then we're doing one in Washington, I do want to go to that one because we'll be on the, we're going on the train to get there. And I like Washington, D.C. 
But other than that, I'm not doing no more conferences like that because it has to be something that I want to do. Now, digital journalism, I looked it up. Ain't no different than blogging. Like, I'm not no blogger. I don't write up, like, stories and stuff. I talk about, I talk shit about people. Well, famous, excuse me. (laughs) I talk shit about famous people. Like, oh, my God, I don't, mm. Uh, we'll, we'll just see because I'm like I said, I'm going to hold all my um, comments until I come back. And speaking of that, I won't be doing a pre-show or an episode next week. So because I leave on Wednesday and I come back Sunday, I'm be tired as hell. So I ain't gonna, I'm not going to have time to do anything. I might give you a I'm okay. I might give you a pre-show on Monday, but that's determined on how I feel because I have a baby shower to go to my best friend. A shout out to my best friend. Um, I'm going to that on Monday and I'll just see where my energy is at. If I want to do a podcast, because I might just end up just posting some something on Friday about it. Um, yeah, so you'll, you'll, you'll get that. Has any of y'all been having issues with Instagram though? Like le- yesterday, it's working now, but yesterday, like, and kind of like the day before that, I was trying to flip through my Instagram because you know I'd be bored. I'd just be like looking to see what's going on, and I and certain posts could not load, and I'm thinking like, is it the my mobile data or something like that? Is it the Wi-Fi connections that I'm in or something? I'm like, what is going on with my Instagram? But no, the ads was working perfectly. I'm like, yo. But it's just the ad day. Uh Uh-uh. I was just like, you know what? Off of my phone. Instagram be having too much issues. Y'all cannot be the best app in having issues. Technically. Like. (laughs) Come on now. Y'all got to get that together. But anyway, I done talked my little intro or whatever. But I want to, you know, get into the hot topics. It's time for, you know, me to talk about some things. I have a couple of things to talk about. A couple of interesting things couple of things that make me mad and we'll have to talk about it but first of all this podcast is brought to you by crackheads okay don't 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 you just can't stand them oh my god they always got something to say they always want money from some oh my god so yeah this podcast is brought to you by crackheads and we're gonna get into it so chris brown you know yes so chris brown decided to release a song off his highly anticipated album Indigo called I Need a Stack. Yeah, we know why you need a stack, Sharon. Now, um, this is a song where he also sing in a line, I only rock with black bitches with the nice hair. Okay, he said that in his song, I Want a Stack. Now, of course, these lyrics are problematic, but also their undertones of colorism in these lines. Uh, when the term good hair is typically, it typically means loose, straight, curly and bad hair is, you know, kinky, which is, you know, kinky hair is like the new wave now. Like a a lot of girls, a lot of black women, you know, and, and men too, like child, come on. A lot of men have kinky hair and I feel like it's an issue because black women, it's always an issue because, oh yeah, black women does it like their hair should be curly or straight. Like man, no. Okay, but that's his preference. You get what I'm saying? I didn't have a problem with that. I didn't have a problem with the hair shit. And I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest right then and there. You called, you referred to women as black bitches, and that to me is just very taboo. You get what I'm saying? That's just something that you don't you get what I'm saying? You could have if you would have just said I only fuck with bees, 
in general with good hair, I would have been fine with that. But no, but you said black bitches, and that's the issue. And if y'all, if you don't understand, if you don't understand in 2019, calling somebody a black bitch is just like calling some calling a gay person the f word. It's like calling it like a white person calling a black man the n word hard r. Like that's the same thing. You get what I'm saying? So right from the rep, I'm like, yeah. And the song sound I've seen I heard snippets of the song, but because you said that, I ain't gonna listen to it. You ain't getting the stream for me. Um now any hair that's considered kinky is not considered good hair, of course. Um so of course, black Twitter lighted a fire under his ass. I mean, and rightfully so. <laughs> rightfully so. Um a lot of people call him colorist, a coon, anti-black, and the list goes on. One of the tweets that really stuck out to me was when you probably shouldn't have insulted your core fans. That's I'm paraphrasing. And I'm like, that's 100% factual because most of the people that listen to Chris Brown's music is black women, to be honest. It ain't men unless you're rap unless he's rapping, men is listening to Chris Brown. Unless and of course unless they're gay. Um, but mostly it's women. So you disrespected your core fan base. That's just like Nicki Minaj saying something negative about the LGBT community. I'm like, well, bitch, honey, half of your fans is gay. <laughs> so what you doing? You know, you, you want to lose your fans? So it's like, that was just a dumb move on him. And it's not even, it's, to me, it's not even about the good hair thing. It's the fact that you called them black bitches. And it's, the, and it's also the fact that you were being a bitch about it in in the uh, in social media because his response to everybody oh only the uglies only the ugly people mad about it I'm like huh, no there was some cute women that was talking crap about you now it ain't all ugly child now hold on another tweet that was interesting that I wanted to mention was when the person said it's funny how Chris Brown never uplifted black women but black women have always uplifted him and which is another thing i'm like that is absolutely true because you know when you first got backlash for being rihanna you know i've seen a lot of black women a lot of women that black women of course that said well maybe rihanna did this or maybe rihanna hit him first or this that and the third like they was giving him the benefit of the doubt like you get what i'm saying and when your ass couldn't perform at the Michael Jackson tribute at a BET Awards, it was, you know, because of your straining order, it was a black woman that decided not to show up the following year so that your ass can do a day late and a dollar short performance for Michael Jackson. So let's be clear. Black women is always lifting you up, but you're not lifting them up. Okay. So, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people got into it. A lot of famous kind of people, kind of famous people got into it. Um, one is Tokyo Vanity, which I wanted to go in on that because... She also said that, yeah, he'd been a colorist, this, that, and the third, but, you know, I had some friends that he was, he was, she was trying to get into a VIP, but she wouldn't let the, one of my friends in because she was dark skinned. And then this started a whole new trend because it was a lot of girls coming out saying, oh yeah, I know a friend that had the same situation with him, or I was in that same situation, this, that, and the third. So yeah, I mean, Tokyo Vanity started a movement on the shade room. And I guess that's when Chris Brown, that's when he really started to get on social media and have that rhetoric like, oh, yeah, only ugly bitches is is, is um, saying bad stuff about me and this, that, and third. I'm like, and then he's had the nerve. 
he had the nerve, the gall. <coughs> Hold on. Yeah, and people rallied behind Tokyo and saying there's similar experiences. Now, he tried to roast her now. And that's the part that got me. Because you trying to roast somebody that has made her career on Vine. Roasting the shit out of people. And when I tell you she came back at him on Instagram. Because what he tried to do. He tried to do a little dumbass. Uh, he, he put a picture up on her on his little Insta story. And in the caption like, dang girl, you fine. Like this, and I'm trying to holler at her or whatever. And it was all jokingly. And, you know, just in spite of, you know, what she said. And when she got on her little Instagram. I was no more good. I'm like, you over. She said, because, you know, I'm not your type. You like the coke. You like. I'm like, oh, you know, <laughs> do you like the crack? Like, come on. Now. I feel like what really makes him a bad person is the fact that you didn't even want to defend yourself. You didn't even want to be like, oh, well, actually, that's not true. Um, So and so and so. You get what I'm saying? No, you went right for the jugular. I would have respected your ass if you would have been like, no, that ain't never happened. Here's my receipts. And then come for Tokyo. You get what I'm saying? Because, you know, she just came for you. Um, No, you just came for her. And then you just just disrespectful on social media. I'm like, oh, no, you get no support. And that's why I feel like you ain't getting a stream from me. I didn't hear that album yet. I already heard that it was only only three songs was really good in there. The whole album was trash. And I'm just like, hmm. And a lot of people is going to be like that. A lot of people is going to start boycotting you. You're going to slow your views and your little attraction is going to slow up because people are not going to rock with your stuff no more. Now, I had conversations with people, especially yesterday with my friends or whatever. And they said that well, they said I was biased for whatever reason. I'm like, I'm not biased. At the end of the day, the hair thing, it didn't bother me. It's just you called you called you referred to black women as black bitches, which is taboo. Period. The hair thing, I will say, I will say this. I will say this. Now, the conversation was talking about his uh, black women with, you know, in the hair. Like what he defines as good hair for black women or to his liking, his preference is black women with good hair. It turned into colorism because Tokyo came out with the whole thing like, yeah, my friend wouldn't get into his VIP section because she was dark skinned. So I will say that, you know, you can't equate the two together, good hair. And because at the end of the day, like these are just people saying their experiences. Tokyo wasn't there. You get what I'm saying? And we don't have no real receipts of him denying any uh, dark skinned women in his VIP. You get what I'm saying? Like I know the numbers, you know, a lot of people, but a lot of people come out to Woodworth. You get what I'm saying? Saying, oh, yeah, my experience with this, this, that, and the third. You know, people with 10,000 followers will sit there and say, yeah, he he did this to me, this, that, and child, you be lying for clout. You get what I'm saying? So I don't know about that. You know, this is all alleged. Let's just let's do a heavy allege. Now, do I think he's a colorist? It's arguably, arguably he could be, but at the end of the day, like, I don't know for sure as a fact. You get what I'm saying? But I do feel like he's disrespectful to black women. Calling them out their names, black bitches, is just taboo. Like I said, I said this three times. You get what I'm saying? Um, yeah. That's, that's that's my whole fault with him. Like, no. You gonna refer to them, just say, just say, the, the, just don't say it. You get what I'm saying? 
Now, my best friend pointed out this though. Why? Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I isn't. Why isn't any black men saying anything about this other you know black woman because let me tell you something when kodak black did say what he said about Lori london saying that oh trying to hit on her or whatever after nipsey hustle just died oh we got oh, we got something from ti says some shit uh the game all these rappers all these rappers says something and a whole lot of others i don't i don't know any off the top of my head they all said something but no one is saying nothing now you get what I'm saying? We're not getting that type of same energy with this situation. So this is like, oh, so y'all really, y'all really agree with him. Y'all really agree with what he's saying. But, you know, that's just how it is. I guess um, Chris Brown is more respected than Kodak Black because Kodak Black has been in the industry saying the most dumbest shit. You get what I'm saying? He definitely is a colorist. Out heavy on it. Now, is Chris Brown a colorist? It's, you know, he also shared like a photo of his old song back in 2009 talking about brown skin girl saying that oh i love brown skin the song was just trash and it just was just i don't know it just seemed for show for show to me i don't know and i'm like that's supposed to be your proof or your explanation of why yeah no y'all wrong no say why y'all wrong you need to come out with a statement and be like no this is not who this is not this is a preference and my thing is this I'm all for people with preferences. You get what I'm saying? But you cannot down anybody else because you have a preference for certain. For, you get what I'm saying? You can't down anybody else that's not your preference. You get what I'm saying? You, you, if it's true that you're denying people that's dark skin in your VIP area, I'm like, you not mess. You not messing with them. You not having sex with all of them in the damn VIP line. So it's not like it's like a situation where you're attracted to people. Okay, yes, if you're attracted and you want to sit there and do other things with people, do those type of things with people, that's fine. Like you can have your preference. But like in social events, like are you kidding me? Like, oh yeah, I don't want to be seen around no dark skinned women. I'm like, man, that that just don't sound right. But hopefully things, more things will come out and we'll get. The 401, because like I said, this is all alleged. I don't know if it's true or not. You know, um, try to get things on record, you know, because there's certain states that that's, that's, it's illegal to, but we'll just see what happens after that. To conclude about this whole situation, I just don't. Like, I stop. Uh, let me not, because people going to be like, oh, don't boycott. You always want to boycott black people. Duh, 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 duh. I'm just not gonna listen to your shit no more. Like it, it's it's a done bun. He's already he's already oh sorry. A woman beater is on his little thing. He already does crack. He's been a crackhead child. He he has some homophobic um situations. And now now colorists. I'm done.
Done, done, and every time, and I do because before I was like that, I was like, Oh my god, you should give him the benefit of the doubt. He made a mistake, he made a mistake this then third because you know, I was a fan of his, and I was really happy when I thought that him and Nikki was gonna be on tour. But I was like, Oh my god, Chris Brown is gonna be good, but no, you you go back, you you, you go back, you know. Every time I give y'all an inch, every time I give y'all celebrities an inch, y'all take a whole mile, child. I can't. Mm-mm. <laughs> But no, um, I wanted to talk about something else. Moreover, on news, um, Taylor Swift tells it all on Tumblr. Let's talk about it now. Now, Taylor Swift turned to Tumblr last Sunday to express how she felt disappointed and betrayed that her big machine catalog had been sold to a company owned by music manager Scooter Scooter Braun or whatever, whatever his name is, Scooter Brian or whatever. And she wrote, this is the worst case scenario. On Sunday, the big machine label group, Swift former, Swift's former label and the owner of her master records from 2006 self-entitled debut 2017 reputation has been sold to Burns, Brian's Arches holders as part of a $300 million deal. So they bought all of her, her albums is bought by them. You get what I'm saying? They own it. She doesn't own it. Now, on Tumblr, she wrote that she was upset about the transactions, not only because it prevented her from owning her own catalog, but it also, you know, because of who was purchasing the rights to her music, it was her, because the Scooter guy was her manager and they had fallen out. They had a fallen out. And the manager ended up owning all of her masters, which... It's kind of messed up. You get what I'm saying? This is, and I like how, before we get into the more of the news, I like how the Honest channel on YouTube, shout out to him, broke it down like, okay, if you built three good houses and the landowner buys them all, you get what I'm saying? Like you worked hard on them. You worked really hard, tireless on those houses. And the landowner comes on and be like, I'm buying it. And you don't get, you don't reap no type of benefits from it. You get what I'm saying? That is messed up. And I feel like that's the injustice in the musical industry. And you don't see this with the male artists. You do, you, okay, you probably seen it back in the day, but now, no. You get what I'm saying? So, this is what Taylor had to say. For years, I asked and pled for a chance to own my own work. Instead, I was given the opportunity to sign, to sign back to Big Machine Records and earn one album back at a time. One every new, uh, one for every new one I turned in. She this is what she wrote. I walked away because I knew once I signed the contract, Scott Scott would sell the label, thereby selling me and my future. I had to make the choice to leave behind the past music I wrote on my bedroom floor and videos I dreamed up and paid for from money I earned playing in bars then clubs then arenas and now stadiums honey she's playing in stadiums and basically it's just it's 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 a lot i felt bad and that's that was a little that was a little bit of what she said she had a whole post on tumblr and i watched a lot of commentary and a lot of people that were on youtube and on podcasts and stuff like that were saying that basically she built that label from the ground up like she literally 
was the backbone of that label. Anybody heard about that? I always thought that she would be on a label that's more like known, like Atlantic or, or uh, Republic or something like that. No, she or she's, was on like a smaller label and she built it up and now they turned her back on her. And I feel like that's, you know, that's just shows the misogyny. Like I said in prior podcasts, it shows the misogyny in the music industry. Because like I said, you don't see this in with male artists. And it's funny how... You know, her and the guy Scooter, that's just so weird how now he owns all of her masters. Like, and she was her manager. Like, that's what you gotta, mm, you gotta watch who you, who you get managed by because they will have you in these streets looking crazy. And I don't know, but I, I just didn't agree with like the people, like the other singers that were trying to talk their little mess or whatever, saying, oh no, Scooter's a good person or whatever. Like, Justin Bieber, how you gonna sit there and sit there and come for Dan Taylor? Then you're going to retract that shit back because you knew you was wrong and be like, oh, no, sorry, Taylor. Girl, bye. <laughs> Stand to your truth. Stand to your damn truth. And that, and, and you you obviously don't want to do that. And and also Demi Lovato, like she also said something like, well, he's my manager. Ain't nobody going to talk about my manager. Like I ride for my team. Girl. Now. I'm going to be wrong if I say this. But if some Swifty fans want to, because you, you ain't got no room to be talking. You always talking that mess. But then when some Swifty fans come for your ass, then you want to snort yourself into an induced coma. Let's be honest. So I don't even know why the hell she's talking. And don't act like Scooter ain't going to do you wrong. Because then you're going to be, years later, you're going to be like, oh my God, like Scooter bought all my messes. Like, uh, snort. Like, girl, bye. I'm tired of these crackheads. Like I said, I told you this podcast is brought to you by crackheads because they really trying me. <laughs> but as for Taylor, I really feel bad for Taylor. And I feel like girls like and she has been she also brought up the whole um Kim and Kanye situation and which was like mm, like they really painted her out to be the bad guy and I really do feel like Taylor was just wow. I feel like her, Nikki, and now I guess Ariana, because Ariana getting getting under fire from that whole Grammy situation, they need to come together and, and fight the man. You get <laughs> You get what I'm saying? Because they are, they are, they are doing all types of crazy stuff in there, but I don't know too much insight on it. Cause you know, you know, I don't have no sources or anything like that, but I do hear, and I do read a lot of blogs and I do feel like it's messed up what is going on in this industry and it needs to get better. This needs to be under, this industry needs to be under new management child. It do. These labels, there's gotta be another way to be a successful artist without the labels or maybe singers to start really doing real life labels. Like I know a lot of people talk about like Jay-Z and all them talk about, but how many people from their label quote unquote actually pops? You get what I'm saying? If they, if the singers come together and form their own company, you get what I'm saying? I feel like that would be great. Shoot. Get to get them all to work together. Cause I feel like everybody doing their own separate stuff and it's, it's, it's not working. But, you know, don't listen to low me. I don't know nothing about no music industry, child. I'm just speaking the truth. <laughs> but anyway, another thing I wanted to talk about. God damn, these damn dogs out here in my damn house barking up a storm. They need, I'm telling you, I got to get out of this area. <laughs> but anyway, I wanted to talk about this because this was like a very weird situation. So social media reacts to uh, Nicki Minaj performing at a ultra conservative Saudi Arabia. Now... 
Nicki Minaj is performing in Saudi Arabia at the Jetta World Fest, uh, the Jetta World Fest later this month, and it's a big deal. For starters, the ultra-conservative kingdom previously had decades of restriction on entertainment. First of all, to put things into perspective, there is no concept. There's no concerts in a place where Saudi mortality police would raid establishments that played loud music. This is according to ABC News. But people aren't shook about, you know, Nikki. It's more or the less of her sex-positive lyrics are things that would have never been allowed in the country. While her fans on social media praised the government for taking a step in more in a more progressive direction by bringing Nikki to Saudi Arabia, others criticized the governments for allowing her to perform but requiring Saudi Arabian women to attend the concert wearing their, you know, their modest full-length robes and stuff. In addition, rocking in Saudi Arabia, most Saudi women, you know, they wear the veils and the hats and stuff. They, they cover themselves up. So it's like, you know, Nikki's going to be wearing what she's going to be wearing. And they're going to be wearing, they're just going to be fully clothed. And I feel, I don't know how I feel about this. I just feel like this is just, it's weird because I feel like a lot of people say, like, did they not Google Nicki Minaj? So I'm like, is this like some kind of mistake or... I don't know what's going on. I, I just don't want my girl to get arrested because you know how them countries are, child. They be arresting people just because they wear a little less and they might get them for prostitution, you know, because that's a real thing. Like when Eva Marcel says she was from uh, Housewives of Atlanta and also uh, America's Next Top Model, she said that she got arrested in her time in Japan because they thought that she was prostituting because of what she had on. I'm like, mm-mm, child. And police probably gonna come over there. I'm like, don't get arrested because you don't want to get arrested in another country, child. I heard them them jail cells, child. I don't know. I, I, I don't, why is she doing other concerts when she need to be doing this concert in America? When are we getting this? Ah, oh, child. I'm like, I don't know. But tell me what you think in the comments or whatever. Now, one more thing that I wanted to talk about before we conclude the show. Shout out to um, Haley Bailey. For getting casted in as the role as Ariel in a live action Little Mermaids movie. Had a lot of mixed reviews on social media, but let me tell you something. You white racist people, y'all gonna have to be mad. Cause I I like this concept. I like where this is going. I think I think this movie will have good potential. I hope it's not like the Cinderella Cinderella oh, I said Cinderella. The Cinderella with branding. I kinda I hope it's not like that. I hope it's like more or less of the Snow White member with uh the girl from Twilight, I forgot her name, but you know who I'm talking about, Bella, you know, um, if it's a live action movie, you get what I'm saying, so, it, you know, it has to be live in action, and people are saying, well, if they're going to make her Little Mermaids, they might as well make Triton interest Alba, and I'm like, I stand, I stand, <laughs> I, I second that notion, um, but no, I mean, I, uh, I don't know. It's it's people people gonna have their mixed reviews, but at the end of the day, like we have to diversify the movies. You know, give people more roles. Just because I mean, they could have just did like any old white girl as to play air as to play Ariel in Little Mermaids, whatever. But and then they would have made like maybe they would have made Ursula Black. You know, for cultural diversity. But no, like mate, we're gonna we're gonna have Ariel. Ariel's gonna be a nice little cute black girl. And she looks she favors Ariel to be honest. Like, she looks like she could be, like, a mermaid. Um, 
So shout out to her. And also shout out to Danelli Brooks. She just announced her pregnancy. Now, if, those who don't know who Danelli Brooks is, that's Tasty from Orange is the New Black. And that's my girl. She's funny as hell. I just wanted to say, I just want to give her a little shout out. If you ever listen to this podcast, shout out to you. Because we, we going to get this last season. This last season is supposed to come out July 26th. <sighs> that's like the grand. That show is literally the grandfather of Netflix original shows. Like there was no original shows on Netflix until like Orange is the New Black came out. And it was like, whoa. Like, this is good. Like, we, we got to keep this going. So, that's why they came out with that show, that show, this show, that show. It was all over all over the place. <laughs> Another thing I wanted to talk about, too. Um, I like how Dwayne Wade shows support for Lil Nas X. Because there was some people. And I just wanted to just talk about this for a little bit. There was some people that were, you know, going a little bit too overboard with the whole situation where... Um, people are overgeneralizing his his song Old Town Road, which pisses me off because this is like, yo, like he literally probably was just singing about horses because he likes horses and y'all making it seem like some kind of sexualized thing because he came out or whatever. I'm like, thank you, straight people, honey, because y'all now y'all just y'all done made it worse. And people on goddamn Instagram child now look now what's going on with Lil Boozy? Like every time something in the news that's LGBT related, you always gotta put your little two cents into it. I need to know what's going on. On Lil Boosie. I need to know. But as for like Lil, Lil Nas X, just don't feed into it, child. I mean, he's he's been joking about it on Twitter, so it's not like that bad. But he has been, I guess, getting frustrated with some of the backlash and some of the people that are talking crap. And then there's some gay people that are saying, oh, what's wrong with the, L- the black LGBT? Bitch, it's not the, L- the black LGBT that's making fun of him. Now, the, the Barb's, the Barb's going to do what they're going to do because... They want him to confirm that he was a, he had a stand page. But as for everybody else, like, like I said before, they were just making tweets that was, that appeared to be funny, but it's really the straight people that's really have a lot to say about it because I feel like they were duped in this situation because a lot of people enjoyed that song and a lot of people was fans of his and whatever. It's just like a lot of country people was fans of his, but you know, after he came out, it was an issue. So I don't know. We'll just see what happens, child. But anyway, I think that's it for this episode of the podcast. It looks like I've talked for a good 35 minutes, which is acceptable, I guess. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Like I said, if you are listening to me on iTunes or Google Play, please be sure to hit that subscribe button and give me a five-star rating. Now, if you're watching me on YouTube, hit that subscribe button and tap the bell to get notified of all of my videos. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TDGS Official, please. And also, like, give me some comments. Like, give me some feedback. Like, I want to know. Like, I know that y'all, you guys are, you guys are listening, but I need you. I need you to um, just tell me what you think about the show. Like, you know, because I feel like this is like a one-sided conversation. You know, I don't know. But we'll get into it later. Until next time, I'm your host, Darren Green, and this is The Darren Green Show, signing out. And now, an ad from Dad. All right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. 
That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Hi, Tiguan. Hab mit Fußgängererkennung gestern für Karin gebremst. Die war froh. Glückwunsch, Polo. Ich hab Jens mit Zeit Assist Plus geholfen, die Spur zu wechseln. Oh, T-Rock. Wir wissen, dass du mit Park Assist super einparkst. Aber musst du dich immer zwischen uns quetschen? So sind sie, die IQ-Drive-Sondermodelle. Sehen gut aus und sind dazu noch intelligent. Mit bis zu 3.400 Euro Preisvorteil. Assistenzsysteme arbeiten im Rahmen ihrer Systemgrenzen. Jetzt Probefahren. Volkswagen. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Listen, there's a reason the ultra-wealthy have been investing in fine wine for centuries. Historically stable returns and a lack of volatility make it stand out compared to traditional assets, especially during a downturn. But now you can invest alongside with them with Vint. Vint is an SEC-qualified investment platform that offers shares of the most sought-after wines in the world. So join the thousands of investors diversifying with fine wine and spirits. Learn more at VINT.co. For full investment disclosure information and more, visit VINT.co.